Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. College football fans really split on this one. Hey, welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Should FSU be in the top four college football playoff teams? I say no. I say yes. You have to put them there. They're undefeated. They did everything they possibly could, Maggie. They scheduled Tough teams in the beginning of the year, at the end of the year. You know, just to have LSU and Florida on your schedule is an accomplishment. Who did Georgia have? Who did Michigan have? Nobody. So the fact that they got out there and beat them, and yes, they had their third-string quarterback to beat Louisville. But in a way, that's impressive because they were at least upgrading the second string by the time the playoff would have been there. It's just going to see so seem so weird to have an undefeated Florida State team not there for the Final Four. Well, I think the committee showed one thing. When it came down to an undefeated FSU or a one-loss Alabama team that had just beaten Georgia, they were going to reward the SEC over the ACC. And that is essentially what they did, along with looking at the actual, you know, how Florida State's offense mustered 55 passing yards against Louisville. It just doesn't look the same. And Well, and- if that's logic, then why not put in Florida State over... Texas. They, I mean, they don't care about the Big 12. Yeah, but I think Texas has been playing some of their best football late in the season, where Florida State is kind of like hanging on here behind with their injured quarterback. I think it is very different. Well, yeah. I mean, basically, Texas has a healthy quarterback, and Florida State's at their third-string quarterback. I'm not arguing that Florida State would be pretty to watch or even... I'm just saying they deserve to be there. I think when you call it a college football playoff, that implies that it is a real decided on the field kind of thing, a playoff. It should be something else. It should be it's like ice skating or gymnastics. Now it's a purely judge sport. No, or don't you think judgment is way playing way too big a factor? They're actually sitting there and watching football and saying, I think this team is better. That yeah. is a screwy thing to do. It is screwy. I get it. And they haven't done this before, right? Because they put Cincinnati in. I guess with UCF, they didn't put UCF in, but that was uh, a little more drastic. A little more drastic, and yeah, I uh, and maybe they would redo that. I, I have no idea, but they didn't care about making it look, they being the committee, did not care that it looks like a judged event this year because this is the last year it's going to be four teams, and they do not care about dangerous precedents, breaking precedent. None of that matters now because we're going to 12 teams right. next year. We're never going to have this type of debate ever again. Right. Well, they've never had consistency from year to year. They do change men- members a lot. So that does make sense. But they don't – what precedent? They they rank a team in number one the week before uh, the final decision then just randomly change it. There's This committee has no logic to it, never has. I'll get to the one thing that could have changed FSU's fortunes 
in just one moment. But today is about you, and that is your phone calls, your tweets, you getting in on the chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio, because we want to hear from you. Scott's in Birmingham, Alabama's up next on CBS Sports Radio. Good morning, Scott. Good morning. How are you doing? Fantastic. I love your show. Doing a good job. Thank you. Hey, I've got a couple of points about this thing. Uh, we did Alabama didn't have to play Texas, and it seems like if we would have got left out, even though we lost the game, we would have been kind of getting penalized for that. We could have played uh, Southern Illinois or somebody like that, you know, and, and went through the SEC. I don't think the average fan understands how hard it is to go through the SEC undefeated. Yep. Uh, another point. Roy Kramer, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he was the SEC commissioner, and he basically started this concept years ago. And it's, it's, if you like it, don't like it, or whatever, uh, this is about money, ratings. Nobody wants to see a lopsided blowout. Uh, it it, it would have been a stomping. I mean, they did Florida State a favor by not letting them in the playoffs. They, they would have got stomped. And yeah. if you're football fans – the Florida State game, Louisville, other night was a very, very hard game to watch. It, it was, it was terrible. Yeah, so was Michigan, uh, Iowa. Quite frankly, I mean, there was a couple that were tough to watch. It's funny, Scott. Did they do them a favor, right? And I would, say any diehard FSU fan is going to say absolutely not. And you never know what could have happened on the field. But Florida State now, for not only forever has this, which is you don't know. We got snubbed. We should have the rightful, uh, you know, shot to play for a national title. But also. They're out of the ACC at this point. If, if, if this isn't the evidence yeah. that you need that they have to get out of this conference, and the irony is that the head of the college football playoff committee, Boo Corrigan, is the athletic director at NC State, and this could start a domino effect that eventually unstabilizes the ACC. I will say this, though. If they want to get out of the ACC, they better lawyer up because that contract they signed is basically in blood. Oh, Clemson, get out of here. It's college football. There's no, no contract that means <laughs> anything. They were trying to get money, allegedly, from Sa- the Saudis to get out of this contract. I mean, the yeah. fact that you have Miami, Clemson, and Florida State have been basically piercing through with so many lawyers to get out of the ACC contract, and it is ironclad. They're going to try, but it's going to be very difficult. Two two more really quick points. One is the SEC was not going to be left out. I mean, Roy Kramer started this thing. They rub elbows. I mean, we know that. I mean, I'm an Alabama fan, but I'm a realistic type person. I mean, the the SEC was not going to get left out. And and one more thing. If if y'all want to see bad football, Wait till next year when there's 12 teams and you're you're watching lopsided football and then people are bitching about the games are no good. Y'all yeah. have a great day. No, Scott. I listen. That 12 to me felt a little too much, right? This is the pure money grab with 12. Eight maybe could have. It still would have felt very elite with eight. 12 well, feels just good. I hear you, but are we sure they're blowouts? Listen, Alabama got super lucky to beat Auburn. That's true. And Auburn's not rivalry game. They're though. not a top. Yeah, but a Final Four game on the road. You know, they got game. super lucky to beat Arkansas, who's the worst SEC team in years. So I don't know that we can predict. I think there will be some upsets. You, I, by the way, I, I, people are saying this. They're not going to watch the Final Twelve. Get out of here. It's going to be <laughs> monster ratings. I think it's going to be massive. Okay, on my call screener, this says Oregon and Oregon. <laughs> I want to take that call, but I am assuming this person's name is not Oregon. But that'd be a cool name. Uh, so while I do that, I'm going to go to Ryan in Houston. Good morning, Ryan. How are you? Hey, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Sure thing. 
Um, yeah, I think that there's a couple points I want to make this morning. Uh, first is that, you know, if you didn't want FSU to be in there, you kind of had them ranked all year long as being one of the top teams. I really felt like it was theirs to lose. I mean, I get the schedule and everything. I guess another point would be if you think back to the, the first ever college football playoff mm-hmm. and you want to compare Florida State to a third-string quarterback, Ohio State with a one-loss got into the playoffs and won the whole thing with a third-string quarterback. Yep. You know, so, so you, you upset Alabama, and then you go on to beat Oregon in the national championship. You kind of got to let the game play out. It's kind of hard to say that what could happen without the game even being played. Okay, so Ryan, it's a, a great points. I've been seeing a lot of this with Cardell Jones and going yeah. back to Ohio State and how improbable that felt that a third-string quarterback could win the national title. Let's not forget how different this looked with Cardell Jones. And the score of the Big Ten title game with yeah. him was 59 to nothing that they beat Wisconsin. Yeah. It was different than what we just saw with Florida State basically hanging on to beat Louisville. What was the final score? 16 to 6 or whatever? Yeah. I mean, I totally agree with that. And Ohio State was a different team. That was Urban at his peak, as I recall. Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, they they were loaded. Florida State's probably a little below this. But Florida State did win by double digits. And they, you know, that was a one-point spread. Vegas was wrong about that game. Totally. They've been wrong about Florida State. I do think Florida State could get the game into a phone booth and make it interesting. I, I don't think that they were guaranteed to be a blowout like everyone's saying. Uh no, I don't think it'd be guaranteed to be a blowout. Like that that to me is not the point. Yeah, I mean, look at the Michigan we don't we don't really know about these teams in the four. Alabama would pro- is probably the most talented team ironically. Listen, it's college football. Like literally anything can happen. Yeah. That that to me it's not like you try to play god on on how these games are going to go. That's yeah. never going to happen. I think it's looking at are they one of the best four teams? And I do think it does matter that the coaches on the committee, the former coaches, said we'd be licking our chops to play FSU. And I think that is ultimately yeah, what but, pushed this. And you're not leaving out the SEC. So that all of it's in the stew. And these these coaches on the committee, they're, uh, they're currently coaching 11 and two teams, and they're just the masters of the universe. No, but they can't be There's current coaches. There's a bunch coaches. of retired, be retired I, I guys. I Jim Grobe like that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I mean, listen, that committee is a joke. And the, I can't believe you guys are taking it seriously. I, you can argue for Alabama to be in, but don't defend the committee. I will not stand for that. There's a, a couple other notable examples of college football playoff where the quarterback who started the year was not the quarterback that was on that was playing for the national championship or playing for the final four. So you had the Cardell Jones yeah. was the famous example. The Tua Jalen Hurts situation. Yeah. The Trevor Lawrence was not the starter when he won as a freshman and Stetson Bennett was not the starter for the second one. So for the first one. For the first so that's one. four out of ten years or nine years. So that's half the time. But I think the major difference, though, is especially the Cardell Jones example, but I think they apply to all of them, is that all of those teams, especially Ohio State, looked so much more dynamic with those newer quarterbacks yes. than FSU did. I mean, FSU's offense clearly took a step back without Jordan Travis. It wasn't like they were this, like, great offense anyway, and they took a major step back. I mean, Cardell Jones, they went and scored 59 points against an 11th-rank Wisconsin team in a Big Ten championship yeah. game. So It was different. It it's looked a very totally, different. totally different situation. But I do think Rodemaker would have looked a lot better. He was clear they really downgraded from two to three, and the two was coming back. So 
whatever you saw against Louisville. By the way, Louisville was not a bad team this year. They were really good, and they got completely shut down by that defense. Yeah, I think that Louisville losing late in the season for the second loss, I think that took it down a peg because what were they ranked 15 now again a win against the top 15 team is a good thing but Louisville didn't look strong at the end of the year I almost wonder if Louisville wins that game against Kentucky yeah I think FSU gets in yeah I agree I mean first of all and that's a rivalry game remember Big Dave called in he said don't sleep on Louisville Kentucky as a football rivalry this is actually a big deal and we kind of said you're a basketball school but I mean talk about what ifs I mean the Auburn Alabama is the biggest what if to me this of course if a guy can just catch a punt then none of this is even being talked about not to even mention the final play yeah the fourth and 31 <laughs> just somebody like rushed the passer Gary is in Oregon Gary good morning good morning Maggie uh how you guys doing today we're doing great so I have a couple things I, I do feel like the committee was right leaving Florida State out but, like, if we're going to think about, all oh, Florida State undefeated, you know, should Liberty be in that conversation as well, then, since they're undefeated? Oh, did, oh or, right, because Liberty killed LSU. I forgot about that game. <laughs> and Liberty beat Florida and Liberty... No, but I'm just saying, we're talking about undefeated teams. Yeah, I know. Give, I... give Liberty that conversation, but they would have got smoked in the playoffs anyway. Uh, and then everyone's talking about, does Washington deserve being number one? Washington hanged on. And I feel like Oregon shot themselves in the foot both of those games. Um, I or definitely, um, the, definitely the first game. The first game, Oregon shot themselves in the foot. I mean, they missed a field they goal. They started off slow in that second game. Yeah, the, the second game, game. I mean, just because it had to come from behind, I'm not. It didn't feel like a shoot yourself in the foot game because Washington well, should have put the them lead, away. And then that defense just never stepped stepped up after that, and it was just. Michael Penix being Michael Penix Jr. I know. And probably something we haven't talked about. Gary, thank you for the call. Probably won the Heisman? Yeah, I mean. On Friday night? I think it's going to be a close vote. I think it's going to be really close. Because coming into last weekend, it was Knicks 1, Jaden Daniels 2, Penix 3. Odds-wise, by a lot. Penix was a distant 3. And now, I think people still vote for Jaden Daniels Interesting that maybe he wins it if Knicks and Penix kind of offset. I think, but here's the thing I think why Penix, Penix wins, should but it's win close. It. He threw that bad interception. It's like, oh, maybe he lost the Heisman. Then Bo Nix throws a bad interception. What was it, two plays later? And you had Michael Penix with the ball in his hand to go win the game, and he did it. Yeah, I also think, too, that Jaden Daniels is a one-man team where Penix, I mean, you, had, you saw three guys following Roma Dunze everywhere. He was sort of, he's like the Marvin Harrison of that team. But what was the last time? Was it Johnny Manziel? The last time was a three-loss team had the Heisman winner. Well, RG three, which RG three. Well, so Manziel was actually more recent than RG three. So it's rare, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but I yeah, it'll probably be. You're right. It'll probably be Penix, but it'll be close. I'll bet you Jaden is number two, and then uh, Nick still gets an invite. He he was okay. He wasn't bad on Friday night by any means. No, he wasn't bad. It was you know, but at the same time, I think Penix did outshine like he had the chance with the game on his arm and he went and won it 855-212-4CBS 855-212-4227 love what you guys are saying excellent points being made all around whether you're for against how you think this whole college football playoff shook out again I'll bring up the one thing no one's talking about I'm gonna have to do that next when it comes to FSU one small twist little butterfly effect one small twist and they do everything they just did this season, and they're in. One small thing. We'll get to it. 855 212 cbs 
Keep the phone calls coming. It's Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. All right. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Everyone <laughs> just uncovered the real reason I'm advocating for Florida State to be in the Final Four. And I'm not going to lie to you about it. We have a bet where if Michigan wins a, a, game. a Final Four playoff game, then I do not have to wear a wrestling singlet. If, singlet. if Michigan loses their first game, then I have to wear it. Uh, so it's Maggie and EJ versus me. So that's why I wanted Florida State in a four. I, I'll be totally honest. Now, Alabama. <laughs> Proloff uh, does not want to wear the wrestling yeah. singlet. And the reason why it's a wrestling singlet is <laughs> attached to this bet is because Michigan brought Ric Flair, yeah. the professional wrestler, in to like give a talk when they turned heel, essentially, kind of embracing turning heel with the sign stealing scandal. So we're like, well, we can't really get like a Ric Flair coat. They're like thousands of dollars, but we can do a wrestling singlet. Yeah, I'm going to call Jim Harbaugh. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. give a, you got you to gotta spy Jalen Milrow, and you cannot take the spy off of Jalen Milrow. Auburn learned this too late, and Georgia finally figured it out in the second half and was going to win the game. But you got it. Jalen Milrow's legs are what's going to beat Michigan. So I, I, I think this is going to be a great game. I think Michigan takes the air out of the ball. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be just as ugly as if Florida State played. There's no way there's any offense in this game. Do we think that if, if Perloff was like, I need to get to Jim Harbaugh, I've got a strategy thing for him, could you get through to the head coach? I think you could. They don't have Connor Stallions anymore, so they're probably looking for help any angle they can get. <laughs> I bet he'd take your phone call. I think, actually, Michigan's got a pretty good coaching staff. Obviously, Alabama does, too. But I, I think this could be, this is probably feels like the championship game. Michigan-Alabama, the two real blue bloods. I don't know. I, I think you guys are sleeping on Texas a little bit. And right. Washington has been disrespected this whole time. Yeah. Disrespected with the point spread against Oregon in the, in the Pac-12 title game. Disrespected now. I think Texas also, like, mm. they're playing really well. I think either Michigan or Alabama is seven or eight point favorite over either Texas and Washington. See, to me, I think the committee got it right with, by putting Alabama in, but I don't think this is a world-beater Alabama team by any stretch. Well, I, I know, but their offensive line is just, I mean, they got they got two top five picks on that offensive line, and they, you saw it against Georgia. They were running the ball and just wore them down. That, But Michigan has the same thing. They're both big and strong. This I'm telling you, people think that Florida State would have been an ugly game. You think Michigan-Alabama is going to be an exciting <laughs> throw-it-all-over-the-yard no, game? No way. But here's what it has. It has celebrities as head coaches. Big time. And this is where I think things could have been and would have been different for Florida State. If Deion Sanders was the head coach at FSU, <laughs> do you think they leave an undefeated Florida State team out of the college football playoff. I'll answer it for everybody. Absolutely not. If it's the same season yeah. with the backup quarterback and then the third-string quarterback and then beating Louisville that had two losses, I mean, play it out exactly the same, but it's not Mike Norvell, who is a fantastic coach and deserves all the credit in the world, but it's Deion Sanders. Guys, no shot in hell. They are 100% oh, yeah. putting FSU into the top four. Yeah, I thousand percent agree with that. It's like amazing, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, like, if you're doing real butterfly effect with Dion, Jordan Travis wouldn't be there if Dion was there. So you never know. Yes, you'd have to. Go I back assume to Jared Verse probably wouldn't be there. Keon Coleman wouldn't be there because Dion fired everybody when he got into Colorado. Right. So would everyone have hit the? Well, Keon Coleman was coming in from as a transfer, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's like yes. Everything would have to be different. Can Deion, is Deion Sanders even capable of coaching a team to be undefeated? We have no idea. I don't think any of his Jackson State teams ever went undefeated, right? I don't believe so. No. So oh, they won a lot. Are you sure? They won a lot, but yeah. EJ's telling me no. Okay. So 
is is Dion even capable of doing this? That's a whole other story. I'm just talking about celebrity coach apparent I think would matter in this situation. I think it would have yeah, been I, the I difference. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Because it's, it is a beauty pageant. And Dion is as beautiful as you get in college football. <laughs> and so and it's a, also so but you are admitting there that TV ratings are a big factor in this. I have the evidence in front of me that TV ratings are a but big factor. But that's so ridiculous. Why are we determining this based on TV rankings? If that's the case, just put the most popular that would if you're gonna do that for the NFL, that just means why did you have the Cowboys play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl then? If Roger Goodell could somehow do that, he absolutely would. If he could somehow have the Cowboys play in you know, play at every Super Bowl, he would do it. Right, but they don't because integrity matters, uh, unlike college football. Yeah, well, I mean, the system's just a hair better in the NFL, but the referees are not any better. We'll get to that oh, come in on. a little bit. Oh, the referees were awful. Last oh, and college night. football is a really model of consistency oh. on the officiating front. No way. No, they're they're bad in college football too. But the NFL was egregious last night. We'll get to that in just a minute. But Ken is in Pennsylvania, wants to talk about uh, the college football playoff and the rankings. Good morning, Ken. Hey, good morning, guys. I got uh, one for each of you. Maggie, you said a couple minutes ago, it's what have you done for me lately in college every week to week, right? Appears that way. Yes. So I agree with that. So right now the best four teams might not be the best four, but they're the best four probably out of the best five or six. Right. Perloff, this is for you. If you take Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Alabama, and then throw in Georgia and Ohio State and match Florida State up against those six, who's Florida State going to be favored over? No one. I don't I don't think any of them. Yep. No, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that. I, I totally agree Florida State is way down now with the backup quarterback. Right. But even so, I mean, they, they didn't they, – they're not – three weeks ago – they probably might have made it. They probably really got maybe that fourth spot. Yeah, but but today, like Maggie said, what have you done for me lately? They're not one of the best four teams this week. But Ken, if you're using that logic, do you think do you think Texas would be favored against Ohio State? I think Ohio State would be a big favorite. Do you think Oregon? If Oregon played Washington again, you think that Washington's favorite in that game? They were just nine point underdogs. They'd probably be twelve point underdogs. You can't go oh, no, by. The game, the- the game I saw Saturday with Texas was one of the best games I've seen in years. Now, they might have been on the money with right. their pass routes and their running and their defense, but they looked unstoppable. Yeah, but that's a shell of an Oklahoma State team. That you have no idea. That I, means I nothing. Oh, no, I agree. But I still think they'd be favored over Ohio State. Oh, no way. Texas. No way. I'm going to put that out on Twitter. There is no way Texas would be favored over Ohio I love State. how deep down the rabbit hole of hypotheticals we got when we actually know, have right? a real controversy just staring us right in the face. We don't have to manufacture <laughs> I think, one. I think, I think, I think Michigan's going to be the first team out, though. I really do. Well, that would be music to me and EJ's ears, Ken. Thank you so much because, as we said, the bet is thus. EJ and me versus Perloff, if Michigan wins then EJ and I have to wear a wrestling singlet on the air. If Michigan loses, Andrew Perloff has to wear the wrestling singlet on the air. And Bogish shakes his head. What's the spread on this game? What do we got here? By the way, the spread, the whole situation is banned. So we're not betting against the spread anymore because I'm not wearing another Patriots jersey <laughs> well, or you a would... Reggie Miller jersey <laughs> or something else I hate. You, you know, would want the spread on this one. What, what is Michigan a one or two-point favorite? Is that the... Or is it moved? 
we'll take a look at that while yeah. Andrew Bogus. By the way, thank God, thank God the game is on in Atlanta. That is that's giving me some hope here. No, we we are not going to ever do against the spread when it comes to pride bets ever again. Because as was said in the chat, I'm sorry, I don't know who said it, but that yeah. somehow the universe got like thrown off of its axis when I wore the Eagles gear. Yeah, so I Michigan is a one and a half point favorite here. I feel okay. Go Jim Harbaugh. Go Wolverines. <laughs> I don't know what Alabama's signals are, but if I can help find them, I will. <laughs> Burloff in a hat and glasses looking incognito <laughs> yeah. on the sideline. Uh, Andrew Bogus is here. He's got headlines. Good morning. Good morning again. These headlines sponsored by Northern Tool and Equipment. Get the tools you need from the brands you trust. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. We're made for this. It felt like a bad Sunday for the Eagles until we were told they were just tired yesterday, not inferior to the Niners. If they meet again in the postseason, Nick Sirianni will schedule more naps. That's a really good football team, and you don't come out and play your your best game against the the guys that they have and the coaches that they have. It's going to look like that. It's a 42-19 nightmare for his Eagles. Yesterday, the Niners scoring touchdowns on six consecutive possessions, three of them by Debo Samuel. And maybe more importantly, the Birds may need to push as many tushes as possible while they can. The Athletic reported yesterday that Roger Goodell wants to ban the brotherly shove permanently. Thank goodness. The league could bring back the language preventing offensive players from pushing their teammates to gain yards. That rule was removed Back in 2005. By the way, I'm really confused by your last update, Bogus. You yes. were implying as if this this was a regular season game, right? Like, the Eagles season is not over because they lost that game. No, it's not so, over, but if and, you were, like, to rank teams, so say, like, saying, one to four, and those points you put the Niners over into first. the playoffs? Those no. points, so, no, so no. what does that really mean, what no, happened but, yesterday? Wait, well, my, what happened yesterday is San Francisco got one step closer and... Dallas also oddly may have gotten one step closer, but we'll see what happens next week to taking that number one overall seed. Or maybe Detroit gets the number one overall seed. And I think it does not matter if if FSU, if San Francisco has to go on the road. I think it might matter for Philly. I think you want that home field. It does matter for San Francisco because they're going to kill Philly in San Francisco because... I think they. I think San Francisco would can beat Philadelphia in the playoffs either place. Well, they could. They just killed you. But I think on the, the, road. the spread would be way closer. And they killed them. But listen, the Eagles. The Eagles retired. The officiating went pro San Francisco yesterday. Clearly. There's no doubt about that. Yes, and now we're and that rest. that'll flip backwards. Right. So that's how officiating works. And the Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles start out on fire. And I actually said to myself, I'm like, oh, Eagles, don't do this. You don't want to have to beat San Francisco twice in one year. So I was actually, I was somewhat relieved that they, they dropped this. The game. Eagles were playing well, and you were like, please, drop some more passes. Do you honestly think, do you, do you think anybody's settled for field goals? Do you think anyone's going to beat San Francisco twice in a year? That is a great team. I that mean, that This is not bad. I think the one thing you're missing, Perloff, is that there was a lot of excitement, or at least a lot of thought from the San Francisco side that last year's loss was a fluke. So we say, well, this is just a regular season. Well, the 49ers fans or the 49ers supporters say, well, last year you played us without a quarterback. Yeah, so that there was, was a fluke. A, there was an idea that we didn't actually know how these two teams matched up before yesterday, and now we saw didn't look that good for Philly. I think that's why a lot of the Niners supporters and Niners fans are excited. To, but you have today. to admit, I mean, the Eagles' schedule, I, I know you guys are, are joking about me, but that, this is an impossible run they've gone through. They've had Dallas, Kansas City, Buffalo, and the Niners are all in a row, and to come out of that 3-1, and one, they're still 10-2. and two. They're still the number one seed. 
This is not a horrible situation. Did anyone think they were going to run this entire gauntlet? Okay, no. but what do you think is going to happen next week in Dallas? You so just said can, how hard it is to beat someone right. twice. They could definitely lose. They're they're going to be they're three point dogs. They could definitely lose this game to Dallas. Hertz got concussed in the in the yeah, came why back. Why did he come back? I have no idea. He didn't get concussed. He, 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 he cleared concussion yeah. protocol. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, they could easily lose this game. But then they're a ten and three. I'm hoping this is. I played this out many times in my my mind. The Niners face the Ravens. That's a really tough game. So the Niners fall to four losses, and the Cowboys will trip up. They'll lose to someone they shouldn't because it's the Cowboys. I mean, the Eagles are still probably going to be 14-3 and three on the season. That's not, you know, that's not horrible. No, it's not horrible, but up, it's almost like with Dallas. Yeah. We'll say, oh, they'll be 12-5, and five, and they're always 12-5, and five, but they played the 49ers, and they got it handed to them. Yeah. And actually, I think most people believe that San Francisco would beat them again. And the way that... Philadelphia looked against San Francisco, you'd be insane not to think that San Francisco would beat you again. Yeah, no, San Francisco is great, but I've also watched San Francisco for the last five years. They are always an injury away. I mean, those guys are so physical. They always expose Purdy. They always expose Debo. They always expose McCaffrey. I tell you, it'll be a different Purdy game. Yesterday with four touchdowns. Well, Purdy ran through a tackle. I'm like, dude, what do you think? You're Cam Newton? I, I tell you. <laughs> Okay, Purdy is way too physical. I I think it's going to be a different NFC title game. Mark my words. If the Eagles even get there. Yeah, that's the other and, thing. And they're not the fatigued. Cowboys and they're easily... not fatigued, by the way. What's that? Yeah. And they're not fatigued. They have to be you right. know, they have well to be rested. rested. Come on, dude. Get some good night's sleep. Well, you're cra- I mean, they came off an overtime game on Sunday, and the Niners had a 10 days rest. You guys don't think that's a factor? In reality, is come there... on. I know you guys are rooting as my team, but if you think that's not a factor, that's ridiculous. It's their fault. They went to overtime. Like I don't know how you can use that as an excuse. Also, <laughs> it wasn't like it was a short week or anything. Right. Yeah, well, it was they played Sunday night, right? No, no, uh, Sunday afternoon. Was Sunday afternoon. Well, okay, like yeah, but like, yeah, I no mean, travel. but San Francisco had ten days. Yeah, no they, travel, as Bogus said. San Francisco had ten days, and the Eagles. This had been a rough stretch. It was the hardest stretch in the NFL history, according <laughs> to the metrics. Mm. I mean, <laughs> you guys understand? You guys understand? Nobody's going sixteen. No one's going seventeen and zero. Nobody wants that. No, 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 no. The the issue is. We know they're. We know the Eagles are better than the Cowboys. We don't need to have that question answered. Uh, they're better than the Bills. The Chiefs doesn't matter right now either. We wanted to know who's better, them or the Niners. Right. And the Niners kicked their butt yesterday right. in Philadelphia. And even if they were tired, they probably just win by fewer points. So it's forty-two nineteen. Do you think that's the same result in the NFC title game if they two teams did play? I do I, not think they would win again by twenty points. No, but I think even they, so, you got to admit, Hurts looked pretty good. He came back from the concussion and was slinging it all over the place. <laughs> that prevent defense will help you out. Yeah, that was what was San Francisco doing at that point? They weren't bringing yeah. any kind of pressure to EJ's point. And the, well, yeah, they were chasing him around. And he was running around and throwing these miracle passes. But you think the the Eagles also are banged up right now? Once they get some of those defensive players back, I'm telling you, say what you guys want. You guys always overestimate regular season wins at my point because the playoffs are so different. Banged up. You had Lane Johnson back, who probably last night was like, and you see how he was handling Nick Bosa. No, I said, did you see how he's <laughs> holding Nick Bosa on every play? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is 0 from 1 at Lambeau Field. His Chiefs losing to the Packers 27-19, falling a game behind the Dolphins and Ravens atop the AFC. We made too many mistakes. Um, I, mean, I mean, they played a good, had a good game plan, played a good game. Uh, Jordan played great. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, you make too many mistakes, and against a good football team, you lose. Jordan loved three touchdown passes in his team's third straight win. The Packers now one of four, six and six teams at the bottom of the NFC playoff picture. They and the Vikings have wild card spots this morning. The Rams and Seahawks do not. Man, the- did it feel like the Packers were trying to give that game away at the end, though? 
I mean, you give the ball to Mahomes like that with two well, what, shots, it was like... They did try a pass play to get the first down. I mean, I, I think it was just, like, felt like a train wreck coming at you. Like You saw Mahomes was going to get the ball back. I'm yeah. not sure, could the Packers have done anything differently? Uh, Well, yeah, scored a touchdown instead of settle for the field goal. Well, yeah, of course they wanted <laughs> to score. Yeah. Settle, for, settle for field goal that they got super lucky to get. It was a 48-yarder. I know, and the dude nailed it, too, to his credit, but... Yeah, I mean, when they have to kick the field goal, the what was it, the 48-yard field goal, and that made it 27-19, right? So you're saying a better strategy would have been to go up by 12 points instead <laughs> yeah. of 8 points? Yeah. Like, I've seen Mahomes win that game a thousand times. It was shocking that he didn't. I'm sure the Packers wanted to score a touchdown there, Maggie, to put the game out of reach, but that's not so easy. Well, that's why I felt like they were giving the game away because Jordan Love had played this really great game. Then it's third and six at the Kansas City 20, and he takes a 10-yard sack. And it was oh, like, yeah. and there's the mistake, and there's the young yep. player showing his inexperience, and Mahomes is going to go down and make him pay. And to the Packers' credit, they held him. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, Jordan Love. Like, How oh, did you just ruin there that it is. great night? <laughs> uh, the Titans and Colts played a weird game yesterday. Indy winning in overtime 31-28 on a Gardner Minshew TD pass to Michael Pittman. The Colts along the way blocked two punts, knocking Tennessee's Ryan Stonehouse out of the game on the second one. He's also their holder, so Nick Folk missed a go-ahead PAT late in the fourth off a bad hold by Ryan Tannehill. There was also Will Levis chewing out DeAndre Hopkins after an on-field miscommunication. I think the veteran wideout was okay with the rookie QB letting him have it. That's going to happen. Whatever game this is uh, that Will has played, not that many. But uh, he thought I was doing something, and I thought he was, you know, wanted me to do something else. Love his passion, love the way he plays the game. Um, I wouldn't tell him to be or do anything different. So it wow. ends kind of nice, uh, but that's, Maggie, that's big of DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, you laughed at the beginning. That's the headline to me when he goes, "What game will has played? Not that many." <laughs> I think that's the he should probably shut up. Like, <laughs> yeah, underlying I'm an all message. Pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that game. If you like special teams, like this was the <clears> game <throat> for you. That was a Rich Bisaccia special. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, that was incredible. But we need more games like this. We need to lose punters. We need to have guys like we need more running backs kicking field goals for the Texans. Mm. I need more madness like that. I'll tell you what, that punter got destroyed. destroyed. Both of them. I yeah. mean, they were both just getting clocked left and right. It's like, is this guy feels defenseless? I felt it was a bad look for the special teams coach to let two punts get blocked. Once one gets blocked, <laughs> you're on all hands on deck to make sure that doesn't happen again, right? Yeah, I. It was just wild, and like the fact that it actually ended up mattering to the point where, as Bogus said, Stonehouse couldn't be the yeah. holder, and then maybe that was a factor in the Miss PATs. And wild. I've been waiting for a two-point conversion to go the other way. That was awesome. No, that was pretty cool. Uh, here's a juicy one for the transfer portal rumor mill Perloff. Uh, Ohio oh, State's Kyle McCord reportedly putting his name in said portal. Mm. Now, do you assume that means he knows the Buckeyes were going to oh, get yeah. an improvement on him, so he's getting out? Well, you, you throw that pick against Michigan, you got to leave. Well, he's not. He's not good. There's an all-out. It seems like there's a war for the Kansas State quarterback, Will Howard. I saw Lincoln Riley was on a plane to see him, and I know Ryan Day wants to see him. This is good. If you're an Ohio State fan, the problem was the quarterback, right? I, I just I think it's hard to rebound from like a bad moment in that bad moment game. It, the whole <laughs> season. I mean, you had Marvin Harrison and five five-star receivers all season long, and he's a Philly guy. I should like him. He cost him the entire season. 
Manager Jim Leland's now a Hall of Famer, elected yesterday by the Contemporary Era Committee. Leland is 18th all-time in wins. Lou Pinella misses Cooperstown by just one vote in men's college hoops last Wait, night. Sorry, really quickly about the, I didn't know you were doing Jim Leland. I love that every photo with him is right. him just roguing a bone. Yeah, As they should be. <laughs> just heaters. The second you said that, I'm like, wow, finally a coach who smokes cigarettes openly is in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> It's a it good was, day for Marlboro. It, was, it wasn't even so big <laughs> for Marlboro, for Lucky Strike. Also getting in the Hall of Fame. I, I think it's not just that there's been plenty of guys who have smoked who are in. Obviously, there's like famous photos from the 70s where guys well, are smoking in the dugout. Dave Parker. Don't yeah. even bring that up. Dave Parker, yeah. But it was just how late into this that he was smoked. It was like 2009. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, kind of you know, w- cup in his hand so you couldn't see you it. You could like, see it was like yeah. after cigarettes had gotten you know, sort of passe, they had already, you know, a banned dip. <laughs> yeah, Jim Leland <laughs> was still here, just with like a regular Marlboro. And we need that on the plaque. If he's not oh, cigarette yes. in hand on his plaque. I don't forget Andre Dawson doesn't want to be a Montreal right. Expo <laughs> in the Hall of Fame. We need Jim Leland with just a, like a heater <laughs> hanging off of his <laughs> lip. No, no steroid oh. disclaimer for those guys, but we do need Leland with that cigarette just <laughs> chilling in the corner of his mouth. <laughs> You're so right. Yeah. We should write a letter. Oh. <laughs> that's, uh, like giving, that's like putting Andy Reid's bus in and having a cheeseburger underneath it. This is not I'm fair. also in favor of that. <laughs> Andy Reid nuggies in his commercial I'm like who let you sign off on that this? commercial is outrageous <laughs> and hysterical uh, I'm done you don't need to know that Southern beat number 21 Mississippi State last night You're in what fine. sport <laughs> exactly <laughs> that, we'll Man, that next update basketball or... <laughs> no, with, Le- with Leland what hat is he going in with that, that's an that's lucky a, strike I, I would say tiger. Right. <laughs> I gotta be honest the first thing that came to mind is Tigers no yeah Probably, but he won the ring with the, the Marlins, and he did rebound the Pirates. Yeah, you're right. See, yeah, but the- here's here's whose hat he should go in with. Whichever hat he wants to go in with. And That's this true. is EJ and no. I so don't disagree. We disagree on this. Why should Andre Dawson have to wear the Montreal Expos hat? Why would Jim Leland have to wear a hat he doesn't want? Like, no. let the person mm, pick. No, 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 no. Because you'd always wear the last team. No. Right. No, yeah, exactly. You're always going to pick the team that you had the best politics with, the team they had the best relationships with. And that's not what this is about. This is about <laughs> who you had the best part of your career with and to me it would be it would be a joke if you started giving the players and the, and the managers options to say I want to be represented by this team or that team no I think that those fans who root for those guys even if the players have a bad relationship with the organization they should be able to go to Cooperstown if you're an Expos fan however oh many God. exist and say hey that's our guy he made it to the Hall of Fame him and Gary Carter those are our Expos okay. I don't think it's fair he should just, uh, Dawson could just say I'm going to be a Cub even though he only played five years there okay strong disagree because I think that you you play when you're playing or managing during that active time, it's for you and it's for the fans. When you individually get into the Hall of Fame, yes, it's validating for the fans to see someone in the Hall of Fame who they rooted for, but isn't that about you at that point? And, and that's okay. It can be about you. And if you have this horrible, like, say, say behind the scenes, it was this terrible relationship where you felt disrespected by the organization, and now you got to wear their hat in the Hall of Fame. The one moment when you get the individual recognition, that is so fugazi to me. No, but I disagree because the Hall of Fame is too too often is forgot about the fan. We 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 all fans of my era, millennial era, we see. Barry Bonds, we see Roger Clemens, we see our quote-unquote heroes who were the best players in baseball be left out. 
Like, no, it's about time finally Major League Baseball or the Hall of Fame or both actually think about the fan. And, again, if you're a fan for some of these markets, how many guys that play for the Yankees that played a cup of coffee with the Yankees would say, no, I want to go in as a Yankee, even though they were a great pirate or they were a great red? I think also you would be not looking out for a lot of these small markets. Well, there could be some way where you go, okay, this you're wrong on this suggestion, Andre Dawson, but when you're breaking a tie between two teams, it should come down to the guy who actually did it. Well, the problem the problem was when Boggs did it, right? So Boggs, like that should right. be say they should no, you can't be a devil ray, right? But if you were like Gary Carter's another good example, if Gary Carter wanted to be a Met, he should be able to be a Met. He played for the Giants, I think, when he was in his last year. He can't wear a Giants hat, but he can pick between Mets and Expos because maybe his Mets years meant more to him than the Expos ones. No, I, I think, think that's fair. No, if we're if we're going to be judging these guys and putting them in the Hall of Fame without any judgment or the players' input, they're not making their case for the Hall of Fame. Why should they make their case for what hat they wear? We don't ask Gary Carter when uh, to go in front of the committee or go in front of the voters and say, hey, this is why I'm a Hall of Famer. Now he should have a say and say, you know what, I want to be a Met. No, that's not what we're doing here. The the committee and, the, a- and the Hall of Fame should have full autonomy in what hat you wear going it's into the Hall of Fame. It's black. I, yeah. right. And there's I, a whole paragraph saying who, what, who they played for and what they did everywhere. So the hat is not also the only factor of what's, on the, what's out there. That is true. 855-212-4CBS. Okay, back to college football and the playoff. Did Florida State get snubbed by not making it into the top four? We'll answer that question next. Don't move. Maggie and Pearl off CBS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. What's radio? Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, major, major controversy swirling around the college football playoff. <laughs> and it was, what's interesting is FSU gets snubbed. <laughs> and it was just how 
certain everyone seemed to be that they were not going to get snubbed, right? After they beat Louisville, even though it didn't mm. look great, they won 16 to 6 or whatever, but it was like, there's no shot. The committee would never, well, ever leave out an undefeated team, a conference champion, and boom, it's exactly what they did. I have to tell you what happened, though. And I was one of those. On Friday's show, I said there's no way they do it. I said and that, too. There are a lot of people. But then after the Alabama game, I yeah. did notice the CJs. I was like, ooh, Alabama's getting in. After Alabama beat Georgia, it is, I hate to say it, it's a recency bias. Uh, Florida State did play the later game, but... Yeah, I think it was hard to everybody watch that Alabama Georgia game. We had a watch party that was great fun. I think once you watch that game, it would be really hard to keep Alabama out. I get it. I still think they made the wrong decision. Highlights from the watch party forthcoming. Uh, George is in Los Angeles. Has a thought on this. Good morning, George. Hey, good morning, guys. Enjoy your show. Um, yeah, the, the factor was the fact that Washington beat Oregon. Nobody expected that. Washington's yeah. undefeated, too. So they're not going to leave Washington out and put Florida State in. I'm sorry. Washington is a better team, in my opinion. And also, Washington is going to be very dangerous in the in the playoff. Watch out for them. And then just a quick comment about the Rams, who I can't. I know they're not in the playoffs, but they're playing better and better every week. And I know they can't, probably can't beat Baltimore, but Baltimore better be careful because this Ram team is starting to come on. Anyway, thanks a lot, guys. Bye. George, thank you. George is the yeah. one Rams fan who we know, and I appreciate his consistency. They're now officially in the hunt, but what's the latest with Puka Nakua, who left he, the game Well, yesterday? he came back, didn't he? Did he come back? Yeah, I think oh. I think he came Pardon back. Me. I got to check. Uh, I did not see that. But I'm not positive about that. I mean, they are they are a one-receiver team. It doesn't matter if it's Cooper Cup or it's Puka Nakua. They just seem to have these guys who are... I mean, Puka Nakua is a great NFL story this year. I feel like he's been overshadowed. If it wasn't the Rams for C.J. Stroud, the road. he would win the Offensive oh, Rookie of the Year. Yeah. yeah, and he'd be a great Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, he seems like the coolest guy. Uh, I can't get my head around this Rams team. There's so many teams in the NFL that are 6-6 six and six or 7-5 and five that we have no idea, right? I mean, do you know, Maggie? No, I have no clue. And week to week, never know. But when it comes to Washington, the undefeated Washington, I, I think that was also something that, you know, was kind of hurting FSU. Like, Washington winning, you had no, like, yeah. there was no, you know, there wasn't enough of a mix like a churn, if you yeah. will, to get FSU in as an undefeated. Like if Washington had lost a game, then they're out, and maybe we're talking about no Pac-12. Wow, I know. Oregon, that would have been hard, because Oregon had a lot of positive momentum coming into the game. They're playing great football. I think the committee... But if you were putting resume up against resume, yeah. I think Oregon would have fell short. Maybe, but that... Against com Alabama, That comment definitely. about how Florida State would have... A, Washington's a better team... Washington could win or lose to anybody. I, I think Washington can play down to their competition based on the fact they've had so many close games in they the Pac-12. I mean, the Washington State game was great. Washington State's a disaster this year, and they probably should have lost. Uh, Brent in Tennessee. Brent, you got 15 seconds, dude. How you doing? Doing well, Maggie. Yourself? Doing great. What's up? Hey, I was thinking if Dion was the coach for Florida State, would they be in the playoffs? That's what I said. They'd be in. Celebrity? Yeah, it's all, it's all, yes, sir. I agree. Celebrity, all about the ratings. Hey, great show. Have a good day. Brent, thanks so much. Appreciate you calling in. Coming up, we have more on the college football playoff. The one statistic that no one is talking about that justifies what the committee did. We'll get to that next. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 